In three, two, one. One. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. As you can see if you're watching live, as you can tell if you're looking at the show notes listening to us now on the podcast forum, we are joined by the governor, the mayor, the king of DJ Nation. Keep talking, Joey baby. <laughs> I can't really, I, you know, you know, live from the newest state to join the legal gaming space, Michigan. Um, how are you doing tonight, Joey? I hope this week is going as well for you as it is for the rest of us. Pure Michigan, baby. Great to be here. Great to be on. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think since last NFL draft, uh, since we chat. I mean, we're always conversing on Twitter, but uh it is great. I, I tell you what, I get one pleasantry out of the way before we start arguing about props. Is it is great to see uh, some of the come up and the success that you guys have had uh, with this podcast uh, and, and it, it taking off and all the sponsorship and stuff. So it's, I, I mean, some real from from a real OGs that were uh, around for a while from back in the day when they were, you know you guys had uh, you know fifty listeners to to now is, uh, is is pretty cool to see for sure. So. I've uh, I've enjoyed it uh, as an avid listener and uh, as a participant, so that's that's awesome. And and hey, the, what do we got here? We got the uh, the buffet of props uh, fiesta <laughs> here with the Super Bowl week. Yeah, it, gets, it used to be it used to be amazing. Like five years ago, when you would you know you dive in and be like, man, there's like a hundred props for the big game. This now, <laughs> yeah. like, if I had, to, I, I don't even think I could do it in a full day. Like if I went through every out I had, every out I could find someone to let me in and every skin, every offshore, every legal book and started writing them down and even knocking out the doubles thousands. Like there's just thousands. Every, it, it, it is, it has gotten almost out of control, but, that's what we like about stuff like this because and especially a guy like you who's hey, just crap, scrapping for <laughs> scrapping for any edge it's i mean it, there's no way they're going to price a thousand things right no for, <laughs> that's, for sure that's the beauty of this and not even price right just the variations cuz you know as you guys know there's no uh, there's no real like Don Best screen for pro. There's no real. Yeah. I mean, a couple of places have put out like prop, but when you're talking about a, a, a thousand prop, I mean, you go to any FanDuel, DraftKings, they they got legitimately like 500 plus different offerings up, um, and they're not staying on top of you know the, the all the different stuff. Or if I'm 40 yard, you know, what are they? If they're 40 or 50 yards off, uh, we'll get into some of them that that were off. Uh, you know, Will Hill. What are they? They're not focusing on what Will Hill has. They'll let the people just bet into it. So, yeah, it is. It is definitely a week if you're willing. But, dude, as you said, I mean, it is time consuming. It is labor. It is a lot, especially with if you're using legals, offshores, and different places, um, and different states. That's that's that. This is what I've learned. Different states, even at some of the same operators, have either different lines or different offerings. So. It's it's a wild time. It is a wild time in the, in the uh, yeah. the Super Bowl prop market. 
This is the end of the year bonus, though, for everyone who really grinds. And this is the you know, including the bookmakers. You know, like this is just a this is just a big giant end of the year bonus, and we ride off into the sunset. Think you know, enjoy our our reprieve from the grind of the NFL. This is uh, it's, but it you know, it you're you're correct. There are more options than ever. And in fact, just a couple couple basic ground rules since this is a prop focused podcast. Um, rule number one: shop around. You will find, you know, you will find added value. You will find arbitrage opportunities if you are just diligent. Sure. You will, you will find them if you are diligent, right? Um, even if I you're think, not that diligent, <laughs> even if, if you know, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. you, you will you trip and fall into some arbitrage. I, yeah, you, yeah. you will probably find yeah. some medals. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, so, but yeah, rule number one to shop around: don't limit yourself to just one out because there is a, you know, there is just a multitude of options. I'd say rule number two, um, I I think it's pretty important not to kind of bet based on a specific game state that you think is going to happen. Um, you might as well just bet the side or total if you're so sure. You know, I mean, you, you, there's there are a lot of times that I can think of as I was a recreational player where I was like, yeah, well... I like the Patriots and I think Tom Brady's going to do this in this game. And I think he's going to target these guys and I think they're going to have success. And this is all, it's all about Gronk and this matchup is good. And you, next thing you know, like you have, you know, you know, 10 correlated plays, all of them are juiced to oblivion. You paid the juice 10 times for the same bet. Like, don't do that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't you, bet. You, yeah. You found a stupid a way to game. bet yeah. to like Tampa team total over. You, yeah. Instead of betting Tampa team total over, you just bet every receiver <laughs> over and you paid minus 140. Yeah. Uh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that I think that's an important rule. Uh, I guess the the um uh the the last I guess the last kind of key thing that I think of when it comes to betting these props is if you're you know, there's a there's sort of an a a, a drive a, a a pull where you're like, well, there's only one game. Like, I want lots of action, right? And you know, for me personally, I always go through this every year with the Super Bowl, where I only ever really handicap the side and the total on an any on any given NFL game on any given Sunday. That is where I'm skilled. That is where I have my models tuned to. And now, thinking that I'm just going to wade into this player prop pool that is full of sharks. And not get my legs bitten off is stupid, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I guess specifically, kind of in that uh, you know in that vein, we'd like to get your thoughts today a little bit on sort of what the you know what the sort of the shark pool is like these days in the player prop markets, like how that process works. Um, you know, if those you know folks are firing away on Super Bowl props, and you know, are these sharp numbers? Is are these you know relatively robust, mature markets? Um, but even before kind of getting there. Do you have a specific kind of point of view on how this game is going to go? You know, I would say in terms of gameplay, I, I, normally you get in any type of Super Bowl, the, the Rams-Pats one comes to mind from a few years right. ago where like every prop went under and it was literally, it was like printing money in, the, in this. I, I would say normally you get a case where, you know, people like over some some of the player prop numbers, they're not going to be wildly off, but they might be a touch inflated. But it's not a game that I'm like, I'm not going to go into this game comfortably playing like every player prop under and feeling like I'm, I, you know, I, I would be in a great like plus EV situation 
Whereas you know, most Super Bowls, I think you you could blindly bet every player prop under in a Super Bowl and usually be fine. This is not one that I'm going to walk into uh, and 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 a do that and b would feel comfortable as as that would be as normally uh, as much as as there would be because I, I I mean would like. 42 35 surprise you that much in no. terms of no it, would, it, it wouldn't at I all like, we've seen it, that twice between brady and Mahomes, right 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 so know. like if i'm gonna get a game where i could see like a thousand yards of potential offense um it, it's definitely cautioned me from blanket betting a, a lot of player unders which i normally would have had zero probably doing um that that's probably the one game state i would say i'm most uh would be most worried about from from definitely playing a bunch um i I do have a chief's money line bet it's not extremely sizable compared to the rest of it uh i i think the buccaneers had some fortune that you know i don't get too much into the the games i think they had a very uh welcome pathway to the super bowl um and just casey's a slightly better team not saying the the line is wildly off or anything but um didn't play a total just played a, a, a chief side um and more so from a game state standpoint, just would be worried about the massive shootout uh, if I was playing, you know, from a normal standpoint of what I usually do on the player prop market stuff. uh, That would be my biggest concern um, when I'm laying stuff out there and something that I'm keeping the back of my mind when I'm, when I'm, you know, going through all the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And to Drew's point there about the the sharks and, not to fly, I, I hate to flatter you too much because no I was going to say you're all <laughs> great, a great start here. No good can come of that. The, one of our humblest <laughs> guests. <laughs> like people, people like you, or groups like you, or people that work with groups like groups that you and people like you work with do player props all year. Player props are a good way if you can if you have outs if you're not getting limited. It's a good way to attack markets. You see a ton of this action in every sport, maybe I've never really seen hockey player props get smashed, but maybe limits suck on that. But even NBA baseball, like especially college and NFL, you see these props in accounts all the time. And that, I think that's the biggest part. My biggest takeaway when I started digging into this, I'm like, hey, maybe I'll put together some numbers on everybody. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It's <laughs> I have like a week and these people, I mean, they've built models out. They have projections for everybody. They've been doing it for years. I'm like, oh, what am what am I gonna do and put something together that's gonna be able to attack this market with any semblance? Like, not to discourage people from trying, because I always will encourage people from oh, yeah. trying. But you know, th- these player props, the numbers on some of the the individual players, whether it's yardage, catches, stuff like that, those are those are tough to beat. And you, I mean, you see people beating them, but those are tough markets when you have people that are playing them all year. Maybe it's you know some of the other stuff, some of the the things where you can actually go out and do some easy math on and take some swings might be better. And that's kind of where I ended up. I used to just, I would wait. I said, I said this off air. I wait until somebody finds out what the Anthem practice is. Then I bet the Anthem over for as much as I can or under or whatever. Then I find out who knows what the puppy bowl score is. I bet the shit out of the puppy bowl anywhere that'll let me. (laughs) Then I figure out how much I'm going to win from those two. I bet like half of it on other bullshit that I have no chance at probably breaking even on. So I feel good about as soon as the, the puppy bowl and the anthem, those are, those are over by the time we're kicked. I've made some money and I don't feel bad about losing on those props. When I say, you know, to follow, just to, to, to kind of clean that point, um, uh, for a second, the player props in terms of like all of the, are probably the hardest 
uh, of the prop offer. Like, if you're going to go into this without any background, you, you don't really want to touch them. Because, I mean, you've got 19 games here of of run for these guys for the most part that the number's not going to be wildly off either way. Um, and, and it's going to be reasonably efficient. And you're getting a couple hundred other props that, that are offered in no game, like, in this season, like, individual yes no sack props shortest punt pro like from individual punters like uh, a bunch of stuff that is never offered for like any game you know even a couple of rare prime time games um you, you just I mean the novelty stuff and the commercial stuff and the stuff you mentioned um and some of the the unique game props you shouldn't be touching the player bro. like like really there's, there's not a great you know reason unless you're like i've done some player prop middles uh so far but i don't have any major positions on player props one way or the other so far and i'm laying out a ton of stuff on props but it's just that's not the the main way to attack this if, if you're not um even if i i mean we, we like you said we've got a shitload on props every single week and, and we really haven't done much with the player props so far in this game outside uh, of playing some middle action no, I, and to piggyback on what Andy said, absolutely try this. If you spend 30 minutes on spe one specific player prop, come up with a very focused and thoughtful way to attack it and go through that process and come up with exactly the market price, that's valuable experience in and of itself because at least now you've kind of thought through where am I going to get this data? What am I going to do with it? Like, how do I want to attack this? If you're getting the same number as the market is telling you, then you're at least onto something. Uh, and you can try that across a bunch of different uh, different sports. I guess just in general over the course of a given season, um, you know, what percent of the action that you guys are getting down as player props relative to sides and totals? It would definitely, yeah, as far as, um, you know, like one, my personal action and B, you know, like the stuff that's going to the accounts and the groups and stuff, it, it's definitely going to be, um, you know, I'd lead more 70 30 uh, for getting down the prize opposed to, to sides and total. A lot is also like on a college football, um, like, uh, you know, as far as uh, liquidity for sides and totals, I'm going to attack, you know, the early stuff that's bet in that we're betting in the casinos and then I'm betting in some personal and betting in some offshore as opposed to stuff that we're betting in the credit accounts, which is more going to be uh, on a prop base because that's where you need the liquidity for all the PPH accounts to be able to get, you know, bet 50 different, you know, uh, Ty Tyreek Hill unders in a, in a certain week, uh, not this week, but in a certain week of, uh, you know, to get it into a, a bunch of different accounts. So it, it, it's more of um a spread thing as far as what, where, where would you need the liquidity and what kind of market shape you're going to get. So if you've got PPH stuff, especially like when we're talking, they're not going to, you know, they're not posting the, the college football openers or any of that stuff or any of that, or even they're kind of waiting until it gets shaped a little bit. Um, and then you're fighting a lot of the big groups there on the, you know, the Mondays and the Tuesdays. So uh, it, it's definitely player prop heavy. Um but that doesn't mean uh, you can't have at least some side and total stuff in there, especially from a, a longevity perspective. Yeah. Can you explain action. that point a little bit to the audience, just in case people don't understand what that means? Yeah. <laughs> the no, legit I, longevity part. If you've got any type of, even, whether it's offshore or, or, or credit account that, that you want, you know, especially, and I would talk to legal books uh, even more so than offshore now. If you're only betting player props, uh, the, the chances that you get limited sooner than later is, uh, I, I would say, quite high. Um, so whether it be, I, I mean, one tactic that I've used for some accounts has been like Sunday morning, I'll go in and bet 
every NFL side in total for, you know, whatever, 25 or 50, but whatever, a one fourth of a unit or something, or, you know, do a couple of NFL parlays in there. Just to, you know, maybe hit the blackjack for a dollar a hand every, you know, uh, (laughs) once a week for, (laughs) for a session there, just to make sure that if your account is, you know, if you're beating props and that's all it takes, it takes one person in risk management or one agent that has a clue to look at your account uh, and know if you're sharp or not. So Uh, it's that's been some of the, the the challenge you'll run into when you're when you're running the, the prop game at at scale. Yeah, is yeah when, it, when, is when, it is when your buddy there. vouches for you and gets you a credit account, <laughs> and your buddy and everybody he vouched for is just hammering NFL and playing parlays, and then all of a sudden you're in there betting horse matchups <laughs> at like ten in the morning on a Tuesday yeah, yeah. For the that are shockingly <laughs> hitting seventy percent yeah, every week. <laughs> Those, I mean, it doesn't take a very smart. And when he, you know, he says agent, a person on the other end of it, it doesn't take someone real smart to figure out, like, oh, I don't, I don't want this guy. <laughs> like, this is no fun. Yeah, I yeah. More I, people I guess, these NFL you, parlays. Are you are you getting a sense that the uh, the other side of the counter is getting a little more sophisticated, or have they leaned more into just algorithmic identification of this sort of stuff? Mm, you know, I, if so, I got to differentiate between the. Two. I would say the technology at the legal shops uh, is far more sophisticated than uh, not only the, the the KYC technology, the know your customer to be able to identify sharp action, um, but also the the geolocation stuff and, you know, the ability to multi-account, which offshore is extremely easy uh, and relatively, you know, easy to beard in where <laughs> it, uh, legalize it, it is, it is not. Um, the PPH stuff is always going to be a little bit. It, the, the business model in itself doesn't lend itself to as strict of risk management. Uh, if you know how that world works, of where the the, the back ends are getting paid per customer, not yes. per. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's a little bit more of a gray area. But um, I, I, it's always you got to adapt, adapt or die. Um, and, and there'll always be different challenges, different ways around that. One of our most profitable skins at the beginning of 2020 was metallic. Uh, and at the end of 2020 and now in 2021, uh, it, it would almost be uh, dried up based on some changes that they made oh, wow. uh, across the skin in terms of how they do their props when they open stuff, uh, limiting that they took a very, very strong stance against uh, anyone with the clue there. So, but you gotta, you gotta adapt to other stuff. It's always sure. going to be uh, a changing, changing mechanism. So, it's a game. You got to stay uh, yeah, one step is. ahead. Yep. It really is. Um, and so, yeah, it, but that's where the knowledge of what can you get away with offshore? What can I get away with legally? What can I get away with in the credit market? Are three very different pieces of, of information and kind of uh, ecosystems that you need to maneuver through. Gotcha. This, gotcha. this feels like a different, a little bit of a different game just because it's, it's the fucking Super Bowl. I was just going yeah, there. Great call. You know, as far yeah. as like, I, yeah. I feel like, oh, you know, especially if you went to one of these legal states and were betting over Agreed. the counter for, you know, reasonable but not not small amounts. I think you could get away with it here. But no doubt. Like, during, during and yeah, Alex says you got to play online roulette for an hour a week. I know someone else, <laughs> a Canadian better, who was doing that. He was playing like slots. And yeah. I mean, he's very anti-playing games like that but he's like it it kept accounts open i just sit there and play slots and try not to lose too much i think it was more time than money as far as what they track so gotta bleed them yeah, out in the, the super bowl i think you can <laughs> probably get away with it a little more just because everybody's 
the whole world's betting all these props. If they're going to put them up, they're not going to, the, the limits aren't super nuts on any of these. So they're not too worried about one particular prop getting like, oh man, they, you know, they're not sitting there with the amount they take on the side in total and how yeah. they do just in general because it's a fucking sports book. They're not sitting there, man, we're really, we're really sweating the tight end catches today. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And so what was your process like this uh, this last two weeks in, in the uh, run up to the Super Bowl? Have you been traveling around? You've been trying to hit different states personally? Like, I guess, do you I guess, uh, is it easy enough nowadays to do it all mobily? So I would say the the different parts for were one Michigan just got up and running. So that got mm-hmm. me about, you know, 10 outs uh, that were reasonably fresh. And then also having, uh, you know, the, the family and the friends if they need to get down some more. So that that was extremely helpful. Um, also, you know, working with people that that if they have something in Nevada or New Jersey or something that I, that I want a piece of or Illinois um, that offer a little bit different market. Uh, they've had that aspect of it. So I fortunately haven't. If you're going to the travel part of it is if. Number one, you're, you're going to go somewhere where you want to, like, you have something uh, and you want to get a ton of liquidity down at the counter. That would be the reason to travel, right? Because right. mobile, you can pretty much get down, especially if you know some people in this different areas and get it. I, but I know some people that, um, you know, either went into Atlantic City, went into Vegas, uh, just because they they know the routine there. They know where they can get enough money down Um Colorado was one. I know there's uh, there's an interesting character online uh, on gambling Twitter that that uh, hit up Colorado uh, and was doing some some bearding there. I think he's uh, watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like, gonna try my commercial spot. <laughs> I like this. Uh, see, yeah. I think it, you got to think outside the box. Yes, yes. And so um, there, there's kind of a a connect. And now I'm close enough where. I can now run, you know, I, I'm, I, I timed it the other night when I was making a run uh, for my driveway into the parking garage. I one of them took like 12 minutes. So um, it, it, that's another another great way to if you want to get more down or kind of stay off the radar is uh, the, the, the apps, especially with legals, are, are going to smoke you like yeah. quick, yeah, extremely quick, especially if you have a clue what you're doing. If you're able to mix some in person in, I would encourage that as as much as you can. Um Okay. But you gotta you gotta know the routine and where to go and who's taking what. Okay. So what? Uh, stepping back a little bit at the prop menu for this year, um, have you noticed anything? Any kind of new angles of attack? Anything that surprised you in terms of what was offered? From my standpoint, I'm I'm a little surprised at sort of how quiet things are. Uh, usually I catch wind for of like a handful of true plus EV stuff that's just real. Like, uh, you know, real good early in the week that you can get down, maybe even the week before. Haven't really heard a lot of that this year. Um, nothing that I would consider like the, the, you know, the leaked information, the true, you know, this is known, you know, this is, this is uh, as the, the stuff that you keep all of your accounts alive for all year <laughs> so that when that one comes through that is that good, you can get down as much as possible, right? I mean, it, is, is it felt quiet to you? And have, what have you thought of the offerings in general? No, it's not. And, you know, I would say I potentially COVID plays a little bit of a factor into that, where I think the production crews are probably lighter. The traveling parties are, are lighter. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the mass crowds around any of the stuff is is lighter. So I think that that would play uh, a touch into to why it's been a little bit more um, meek as far as some of the, the early stuff uh, that, that you may or 
may not have heard leaking up. There was a little bit of uh, groundswell today and some some market movement in terms of uh, the weekend halftime stuff that I originally, you know, was was starting to hear the the early creaks out of. But yeah, the end of the week is really where where you kind of look to to once things really get hot uh, as far as the the known outcome stuff. The other thing is that where uh, and this is where offshores have probably. Um, I've been a little bit set is they've kind of been through this uh, a number of times yeah. and, and know either, you know, uh, ones we talked about pre-show that are taking very, very small limits on some of these things now, or either don't offer them or pull them down early. Uh, so your, your common offshore that I think a lot of our your listenership and a lot of people have um, are definitely savvier than they were even a few years ago of, of how to approach Super Bowl week. Um, yeah. So I, I think the opportunity is more ripe uh, in in different, either the the legal shops or or any other, uh, you know, some credit stuff that might be a little stale as, as opposed to your your premium offshores. Can I, yeah, can I ask, Andy, let me ask you. Legal state, I, I think that, like Joey, what Joey hit on there. Yeah. Like, the, like Dave, Dave's had enough of your shit. You can have $50. Yeah. It's like, it's basically, yeah. it's like, the, it's like a free play bone. It's like an right, ongoing right, bonus right. for being a, for being a player. Thank you for being a player. Yes. We'll thank, you, thank you. For Do not cash ball. out. We need, right. the, we need to keep the Bitcoin wallet. Yes. Full, but he's not interested in giving you a thousand dollars anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. He's, exactly. he's giving exactly. you 10 or 20 yes. or 50. That's maybe. Right. Times are changing. Um, <laughs> yes. But I mean, so that's why, a great point about the legal operators. They just haven't, I mean, some of these yeah, legal yeah. operators have, you know, they've been around. They they have, they're working with groups, but you know, some of them that are getting lines, their line suppliers are out of Europe, or things yeah. like that. You know, that they're, they're not going to be as good at this as some of the offshores have. You know, a decade or two of right. hanging props, and every year hanging more props, where they're going to have people actually dedicated to making sure these aren't bad and making sure they they have the limits where they want for risk exposure. So if you yeah. live in or near a legal state like I'm, i still have i've just been swamped but i will be driving down to iowa and just because i can pull i can open up FanDuel, DraftKings, all the win bet everything i can open up all those and look at stuff i just can't bet them from here so i'm, I'm going to be popping down there probably doing most of my online or mo <laughs> most of my super bowl prop stuff at some legal shops just because they seem to have some dumb stuff Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it is a market share battle. As you said, like the offshore yeah. market share battle is, is um, yeah, that's uh, been fought and won. Yeah. 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 That, it's been, it's over. It's been consolidated in that where the new legal operator battle is, is up and rising. So they, they want you to give you air. We'll give you this risk free bonus. We'll give you this. We'll let you bet this. We'll give you whatever. I mean, when I was first going downtown, I could get whatever I wanted at the counter. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, without giving too much away, like, some of the the limits that they gave me at the counter on some uh, we did it with one of your show, friend of the shows plus EV analytics with some uh, regular season alt win totals. Um, it was when they were first opened up, and you guys have done great work on that. I walked down there, and they were giving me whatever I would have wanted on those. Um, so yeah, it, it, same same applies here. As you said, if, if you're in or close, you got to go. If you really want to do it right, you got to go. You, you like. You can't really do it on, you know, the bookmaker and bet online and Bavai. You can bet them, but if you want to do it, you want to do it right. You, you yeah. gotta, you gotta get into the legal market right now, somehow, some way. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, what? Why? Especially, yeah. Especially. Oh, Dave, we, yeah. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say, well, I'm just gonna say if, if you had a thousand dollar free, I want see the, the thousand there. the thousand dollar risk free bet I wanted was at was at a different offshore who was hanging uh, a first song for the halftime show. I wanted that thousand dollar risk free bet, yeah. but but what, number one, why do you think they were offering thousand dollars on that market? Why were they willing to give you thousand? You know, and you know, was this like a magnet? They were just basically like trying to get it over with like as quickly as possible. They were going to write whatever action they wrote until they finally kind of caught the, uh, the limit bet come through or the couple limit bets in a row. Like, like what, what was the point of that? And it killed the whole market. Like there's nowhere you can get down. <laughs> yeah. right now. Why did yeah, they do that? I know that was, yeah. I, uh, I, I, honestly, I, I was shocked with the, the number one that they were offering that and then B, but as you said, unless, especially if you're a, uh, you're a known guy there, uh, a couple of limit bets in a row, and it triggers. Like they have an auto shutdown mechanism now uh, on some of their their line. They're not the you know not we don't got this is really getting into the weeds, but bookmakers <laughs> not the uh, they've definitely taken some risk management practices within the last twelve months, uh, especially during Corona, where um, now limits for every customer aren't the same uh, on on everything. Some of their rebets, some of their live stuff has changed, and so now you've noticed that if anybody with a clue hits something, uh, multi-hit something in a row, rebets it, it'll it has like an auto pull-off mechanism where okay. it's 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 high. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure why somebody would. Uh, you know, maybe just went. They wanted. They. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go hit this, and I'm gonna move it. If they had the information, I, I'm a little dubious that this early. Oh, um, I think it was a head fake. I'm not saying it was a That's the way you would do it, though. That is the way you would do it. Um. So we'll <laughs> see. That the issue is though. You don't know if it's gonna uh, how much populates the rest of the week, right? Like, yeah. it, will it come back at a lot of places? Um. And you'd be seeing it again, you know, uh, in a round of different areas. So sure. sometimes sure. some of these places pull and they're like, we're, we're done. So uh, it, it's one thing, you know, you're faking a, a college basketball total. You know, they got to they got to keep it on the board. If you're faking a, <laughs> a halftime yeah. song, yeah. it, it may, might be gone and never, never return. Yeah, good point. That's a good point. Well, you can still get down a thousand dollars on the uh, color of the Gatorade. So there's that. Um, you can still get a thousand dollars on some of this other crazy stuff too. I, I'm yeah. I'm surprised at the at the high limit specials, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the the gate. Um, not the gate. You you put me in the Gatorade mood there. The <laughs> well, it just makes you think about like the summer and what they did with some of the books tightening up some of yep. their risk management, some of their know your customer practices. It doesn't make you wonder if it's like, all right, here's a, here's our, our group of betters that bet here. We lost, we just lost football. We just lost March Madness, or we lost March Madness baseball, the NBA, we lost hockey and everything. And like 90% of the people are just like, well, I'm, I, I'm not betting because there's no sports. And then like the five, 10% of people left are like, we're going to beat, Ukrainian table tennis and it's not going to feel good. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you might not be losing at volume, but it's like, man, the only people that are left here are good. That's right. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. Know, let me give uh, you, you, I know you guys are, are doing stuff with WinBet now and, and the play to give a, I, we got WinBet here in Michigan. Um, to give it a, to give it a plug, um, uh, you know, maybe not against my best judgment here, but something that'll help, uh, help the win out is, um, if if you're sitting uh, next to your 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 keyboard uh, and screen with the piss jar and maybe looking to chase a few things and and a lot of the sharp books are at ten, all I'm saying 
is there's a good chance the win bet isn't at 10 yet. <laughs> and there might be a nine or an eight and a half at win bet. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice shop here and uh, I like it a lot. I'm glad they came to Michigan. I like it. I like it. That's a great endorsement. Ringing endorsement. Yep. Are you, you have full Player mobile? Friendly. Everything's full mobile. You can just everything from full mobile. Yep. Don't have to go. That's the trouble because like Michigan, a lot of the places partnered with these tribal casinos, which are like, Throughout that, like if I wanted to go in person to WinBet, hey, I, I, it would be. I, I think I get to New. I could fly to New Jersey quicker than I could drive to WinBet here in Michigan because yeah, it's in yeah. like the fucking boonies up there in the UP or something. That's a, you know, we try. So, but, well, if if they're full mobile, you don't really need the piss jar though, right? I mean, you know, back in the day, they might have you know drove and pissed while still looking at the screen. So that's, uh, a, good that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Well, that was that was a fun. This wide-ranging discussion. Appreciate you kind of shedding some light on like the world of the, the advantage players uh, and what it's like in the prop game these days in the U.S. It's always insightful to me. I love these stories. Um, let's break down a couple of props. Let's do a little bit more process, but rather than like how it's done, like let's talk a little bit about how you come up with a number for a couple of these. Um, I went. I was on in the Matchbook Show with Rob and Suma and. Uh, this morning and uh, we got into receiving props and I was like, I don't know, these all look pretty good. I didn't really run the numbers. I didn't even bother because they all right. look pretty tight. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe like maybe the Tyree kill one is a little inflated high because he's so reliant on like a, not a reliant, but he's he so often catches the home run, you know, 30, 40, 50 yard catch that, you know, maybe his average is a lot higher than his median catch. You know, and, and if he just happens to have seven normal as opposed to six normal and one home run, you know, maybe that number's a little off and maybe there's value to that under. So I was like, OK, I'm going to go through and actually crank this. I'm going to get the data for him this season. I'm going to come up with a real number here and, you know, try to figure out if this is an underplay. And uh, so this was my process. And, I, you know, you guys, while I'm talking, feel free to interrupt. If you think like, I don't know if I would have done it that way or like, yeah, I don't know. That that seems fine. Then uh, then that oh, yeah, then that's yeah. totally, totally welcome. Um, cr constructive criticism is welcome because literally I just put 30 minutes into this today. And, you know, I've never really built out uh, an, a robust prop model. First thing I did, though, is I was curious, like, OK, well, give me every Tyreek Hill target this year. Right. Nothing really happened over the course of the season with every game he was available where I felt like you really needed to carefully pick through and say, oh, no, I only want the targets from the games where they where Sammy Watkins was on the field and Ty you know, Kelsey was on the field. I mean, for the most part, in it, pretty much all of the games this year, Hill was out there. He was getting a normal target share. In fact, his target share was super stable throughout the entire season. He was getting about 25% of targets for the whole season pretty much, right? Um so the first thing I want to know is, okay, give, give me his entire, uh, his entire target library for this season, uh, 140 to 140 plays. Uh, and I, I have a target share in mind. I think he's going to get about 25% of the targets because that's what he's gotten in almost every game this season. Um, I'm going to look at the Pat Mahomes uh, pass attempts uh, at market and use that to help me understand a little better, even though I think that market is a little low. I'm seeing like 41 and a half on that number. I think it should be closer to 44. We'll just use my number of 44 for this example now. Um, I like, I, I mean, I like, and I think it's worth hammering a little more. Like you can just take the stats from the season, but you should also be incorporating, like when you're looking at the quarterback, look at the market too. Like that's, oh, that's going to tell you a lot. So oh, of course, uh, just, of course. Um, I think for target share, just 2020 is fair because the 2019 chiefs were different. 
2018 Chiefs were different. I'm, I'm sticking just to the 2020 target share for that. Um, 44 pass attempts for me from Mahomes is, I think, a fair price. Uh, so I'm expecting Tyree Kill to get 11 targets in this game. Okay. That's a good starting point, right? We, how, yep. much, how much opportunity is he going to have? He's going to get ball thrown his way 11 times. Um, now, is every target equal? Well, not really. In fact, they use Tyree Kill very different ways. Sometimes they throw the ball to him within 10 yards. Sometimes it's 50 yards down the field. Obviously, there's a different expectation of how often he's going to catch the 10-yard pass compared to how long he's going to how often he's going to catch the 30-yard pass, right? And so the next thing I wanted to know is okay, of these 140 targets, how often are they targeting him within 10 yards? The answer is 55% of the time. So 55% of his targets are within 10 yards. How many are times how often are they targeting him? 10 to 30 yards. That it happens to be about 33% of the time. And then the other 12% is deeper than 30 yards. So about 12% of his targets come, you know, are, are the home run attempt, right? And this is all based on air yards, right? And I got all this from a very, very, very good, you know, useful uh, NFL Fast Star play index, uh, you know, web applet. You can, it took me five seconds to get an Excel sheet with every single play uh, and all the air yards and the completion yards, all of this for everything that Tiger Kill did this entire season. Um, so thank you to whoever built that tool. It is freaking awesome. I'll put the, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just message me. I'll send you the link. Um, so, okay. Let's say he gets 55% of his targets or within 10 yards. Okay. What's the chance that he catches those? Well, if you look at specifically this 140 you know, data set, it, it's uh, 80%. Okay. Okay. Now, how about the uh, the thirty three percent of targets that he gets that are between ten and thirty? Well, the percent completion probability there is fifty percent. Okay. And then for the thirty plus yard attempts, he is catching those thirty percent of the time. Okay. So I am now fleshed out to he's going to have four point eight catches within ten yards, one point eight between ten and thirty, and then point four higher than thirty. Okay, and obviously those aren't real numbers, which doesn't really change much. But if you sum those up, what do you get? I get 7.05 receptions for Tyreek. Let's, round, let's round it. So seven. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Bookmaker and see what they got. Uh, they have over six and a half, and it's juiced to minus 145. So <laughs> I'm, on the right, I'm, I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track. Not, not going to say there's an edge there uh, for now. Um, okay, well, his... Now his, you know, when he catch when a, when an air when a target, air yards zero to ten, on average that has turned into a seven yard gain for Tyree Kill this year. When his target has been between ten and thirty yards in the air, it has averaged twenty five yards, of of receiving yards. And then when it's it's gone thirty plus in the air, it's averaging fifty yards per catch. So we convolve all this, and I'm at ninety nine expected average mean expected yards for Tyree Kill in this game. Uh, and again, bookmakers average is 94 and a half, uh, juice to the over. So again, I'm kind of out of luck here where you know, go spend 30 minutes getting all the data, cranking it, and you come up with a mean that's about on market. Now, once I'm here, are there qualitative parts that I've missed here? Like specifically the matchup, like the fact that he destroyed Tyree kill destroyed these guys when they played in season, like they could not defend him. In fact, Tampa Bay's pass defense is a little aggressive. Um, they tend to do well defending the short intermediate stuff, but do get beat over the top at a pretty high clip. Like maybe that 30% chance that he catches the deep target they give him is low. Maybe he has a higher probability of catching that. Um, you know, so I guess, do you, what do you do with this information now, Andy? Do you go into like a qualitative 
you know, place and try to kind of flesh this out a little bit? Or do you think there's no edge? Move on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've moved on. I moved on okay. like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, you're right. It's going to be close. And this is, this is something I guess I kind of want to comment from Joey on. Um, we talked about it a little last week. We said like, hey, there's a game state where Tampa Bay gets out to a lead, no matter how it happens. Let's say there's a fumble down at the goal line, like what happened with Buffalo. Let's say it's similar to last year where the Texans just got lucky, essentially played really well, scripted some great plays, had a good quarterback, ended up 24-0. Like everything for the Chiefs is going to start going over. Their offense is going to have to light it up. That game state is going to force a ton of passing, you know, maybe not the running back stuff, but running back receiving, uh, wide receiver stuff. Like, And we talked about a different kind of game state where Kansas City, you know, you get a long run back, you get a running back touchdown, and just Mahomes isn't forced to do much. Tampa's not playing well. The defensive scheme's working for, for Kansas City, and it just – everything goes under for Kansas city. Like these game states are, they're, they're just as likely. So a lot of these different ones you can run through. We said, look for stuff that's just as likely, no matter how the game goes, you know, don't, don't rely on, well, I need Kansas city to throw the ball a lot for this to happen. You know, that sort of stuff, how much on average they're going to throw the ball is built in just like you did when you think you're not, you know, your little spiel there. So that's where, and it's easy to say, like find stuff that's not game state dependent, right. but I think that's where you have to dig outside of player stuff a lot. And, and I would uh, just to, to add in on the, on the player stuff, my, my first general assumption going into it is anybody who's been healthy for the entire season. And one of the main guys who doesn't have any recent variation, their numbers going to be relatively on point, right? Right, Like the Kelseys, the Hills, Mahomes, the Brady, you've got a full season of data. Their number is going to be within a couple of yards everywhere. As you said, when you went through it and broke it down and did the process that you would need to do to find, you know, the, the, the correct number, it comes out and is relatively. So my first assumption is to throw those guys to the side and look right for the other the players that a normally wouldn't be listed because it's at the Super Bowl, so you're getting every guy under the sun that's listed, or b some guys that have recent changes either in usage or injury or variance. And like uh, an example of that would be the Daryl Williams Clyde Edward Delaire carry split. Edward Delaire mm-hmm. coming in off an injury, he got the start last game in the AFC Championship, didn't play particularly well but got a reasonable amount of the carry load, even though Williams outgained him significantly. Um, does What does that look like? That's number one. Number two would be, uh, like, Sammy Watkins is back. Who does that affect? Does that affect, uh, you know, some Brian Pringle numbers that, that are extremely low? Do I still think is Watkins going to get 100% of the snap usage? Or in, is returning, is it more of a split? And do I, th- do I see value on Watkins' unders? because they're pricing him, you know, back to what he was when he was getting the full target share. Those are some of the things where uh, that was my first approach was go to the guys that either normally aren't listed um, as like, you'll see the the Scotty Millers and the Demarcus Robinsons and Le'Veon Bell had props somewhere. And those guys that nor in most games in a regular Sunday and NFL Sunday wouldn't have been listed in this type of situation um, or the guys that have had some recent change, either in usage, in injury, something might change from the last few games in the playoffs that, that I could see an edge on where the, the numbers I don't think are going to be substantially correct if I'm doing player props, number one, because yeah. 
I, I like as you said, if you're gonna go right to Tyreek Hill, like <clears throat> it's probably gonna be right on point. Tyreek, you know, he hasn't missed much time. He's been playing 100. percent His number is gonna be pretty. Like you, you could close your eyes if you did these every week and like spit out what you think it's gonna be. Go so ahead, you're only, go. Yeah, you're only gonna find an edge if you have some qualitative angle like what you're bringing. For up. sure, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, the lower, the lower, I don't want to say lower tier, but <clears throat> the guys, you know, if, if you don't play player props on a, on a regular basis, you're not going to see the fourth wide receiver having, you know, stuff listed for him. Like you're going right. to have in the Super Bowl. You're not right. having, you're not having all, you know, there'll be some where it lists multiple running backs. If it is a team that runs a lot with both guys, but for the most part, you're not seeing backup running backs, carries, and things like that. For Christ, you probably find a fullback carry. There's a will a <laughs> will a defensive or offensive lineman score a touchdown prop? Sure. You know, the the stuff the stuff like that that could be. And I mean, just generally, those are bad. Like to bet the yes on. As much as I don't <laughs> want you to tell you to like you, you should bet minus two thousand because it's probably an edge. But there are a lot of those where it's just it's so tempting to bet the yes. Um, one, it's funny. Drew did like a half hour work on Tyreek Hill. I did like 30 seconds of work on one. <laughs> somebody showed me one. And I mean, it, it, it is a psychological thing to bet the yes, to cheer for the yes, to think, oh, that's common. That, that'll happen. Oh, that's a huge number on that. And somebody shared one and it was, uh, at Bovada. It said, will the game land on three, seven, 10 or 14? And again, this is something I just did a project and I, I've kept this up for the most part, but I have a spreadsheet that tells you what all the margins of victories are over the past decade or the past five years, whatever you want. And I just added it up. And I mean, I made Drew guess and I guessed high before I looked and added it. You guessed high. The yeah. game's only Joey, wait, on wait, three wait, let's, let's get, let's get a Jeff. I was going to guess. I was no, going to say, I'm going to, I would guess I three, seven, 10 or 14. Yeah. Yep. Uh, percentage of the time. That's your margin. Yep. Let me say 20%. Ooh. Ooh, we, like we, bought, we anchored you bit by saying we, we both guessed yeah, high. I said it was higher. Yeah, we both guessed We did anchor high. him a little. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's, we, it's thir- 33. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. almost half of that is the three, which is yeah. where the game's lined pretty much. So yep. three is three is like 13 and a half, 14%, something like that. So, but the, the price was plus 115 minus 150. So plus 115 Ooh. implies like what? 55%. The no was minus 150, which if you wanted to say, you know, if they're landing 33%, 67% of the time, they're not. Yeah. That's two, that's minus 200. So like right away, it's like, well, this is good to minus 200, but you know, it's not going to take any action on that. Everyone's like, oh, those are numbers that happen. I guess, is that a philosophy we should be talking about? Like, yeah, should, you, like, is this, is this like the NFL draft where it's like, why am I, why is my net worth not on over five and a half offensive linemen? I only got to wait 24 <laughs> hours to catch this, right? Like who cares if it's minus a thousand that, you know, two, two, Notre Dame players will go in the first round a couple years ago. That price was good to minus infinity. Yeah. And I still didn't get enough down on it. Like, <laughs> like, what, I guess what is that? just kept moving it instead of taking it off. Like, why yeah. are you just hanging minus think, 3,000? Do you think there could be uh, an inherent EV in the super juicy numbers across the board for some of these weird ones? 
No, I, I absolutely agree. I think the the emotional side of it is if one goes bad on you, is, is it going to ruin your entire <laughs> yeah. folio, yeah. right? Number yeah. one, is it going to ruin your entire <laughs> folio of everything, all the work you put in getting yeah. it down? Number two, is it going to ruin your entire night of if you're watching the Super Bowl and, and you know, a, a defensive lineman picks off a pass and returns it to the house? Uh, <laughs> and even if you hit 70% of your other stuff, you're you're in the red for the night because uh, – you know, in Kung Su, uh, you know, tried to kill Mahomes and got a got a pick and took it to the house. So, uh, no, I totally agree with you that there's going to be. I usually don't go too much into the, especially for Super Bowl, into the the no safety, into the no, you know, laying the even if there's some edge there. Um, I, there's so much other opportunity to to play stuff that's not at that level of G. You know, if you've got maybe an unlimited bankroll. Um, and there's that kind of then, then yes, maybe Let it lends itself to yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's doing well. That stuff. Um, <laughs> not, not quite enough, but it's there. I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it doesn't. Yeah, we, the risk we and opportunity laying. cost is yeah. Okay. We were live betting like minus six hundred pretty regularly during yeah, the, yeah. during because yeah, the they get crack. resolved. They get resolved right, right. exactly. Yeah. You know, some bang, of them were, bang, some bang. Of them were dumb. Yeah. But yeah. like here in, in this one, like I'm just saying, don't be afraid to may lay minus one fifty on a no. When the sure. true, I mean, basically, it's a higher total game as well, which throws some of the variation out there too. But sure. I mean, just in a big sample, that price should be minus 200. Like there is a small edge. If you want to play a few of those, don't be afraid to take some no's because more no's than yeses hit. There's too many yeses out there and things <laughs> yeah. like that don't happen. But you get, you get that availability bias. Like, oh, remember when Peyton Manning, the first snap was a safety and, and, you know, it just happened in the playoffs this year with big Ben, they had a snap over their head. You know, you think about that. Well, you don't think about it. Oh man. Remember the 4,000 games when that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Joey, do you have an opinion on uh, Rob Pizzola's uh, bet of the game? What was his bet? What is his, uh... he's on, he's on Le'Veon Bell under props. Le'Veon Bell under. We're, we're, we're calling this the Rob Pozzola prop of the game here? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess what, yeah, there you go. I, I'm, that, I'm joking around, but he, he brought that up today. Yeah, under, We're on, under two and a half, under two and a half attempts, under two and a half yards, or under I, a half attempt. Uh, no, I agree. I, does, he, like, does, he touch the, does he touch the football? In that, that's where I don't, I, I don't think he touches the football. Like, like, unless there's a maybe he gets, I mean, I sh- did like under a half receptions, uh, was on Bookmaker earlier in the week. Um, I don't see it as a real, maybe they give him like a series or something, or, or there's a scenario where he gets in there. It, it's hard to see without an injury of like, where is he getting more than one series in, in this game? Like, yeah. like for any reason, unless somebody gets hurt here. I, I mean, he's been he's been rough uh, for for the last. Yeah, he had about a game or two early onset, uh, and then I think there were some rumors out there too that Kansas City kind of uh, uh, knew it, it was it was over for Le'Veon uh, at some point there. <laughs> yeah. So. As far as you know, the you know, in like baseball, must start. Yes, he, he, has to, he has to be on oh, the yeah, active roster. Oh yeah, that's a good roster. point. I was because I was going to ask that about Lashawn McCoy's up there too. Lashawn McCoy under a half carry is and minus two seventy. It might vary from book. Is he going to be active? And that's, tell me what the rules are. That is, now see that normally that some places even this was in the if you're in the weeds of the prop market started doing you have to have a target for it to register or they're voiding the bet. So they're. 
this is, I would say, I would. My general comfortability with the Super Bowl is they're not going to use any of the, uh, you know, harsh, harsh grading language on anybody. I think if it's over zero and a half carries for uh, LaShawn McCoy and he doesn't get a carry, they're going to cash you on the under, even if he doesn't get in the game. Uh, I would believe so. Oh but like in, in that scenario now um, where where you're seeing some places go to, to different rules there as far as, you know, targets are concerned or they have to play a snap or, or get a start. But I think for these purposes, for the Super Bowl, for some of the off ones we're talking about, um, I, my assumption is they would grade it reasonably fair. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's give the people some. They've hung in here. Talk. Listen to us talk yeah, about processes. There's some good, there's some good questions. Yeah. Um, Dude, this one cracked me up. <laughs> well, they'll be showing everybody. It's not like a normal game where sometimes sure. you come in, the answer's done. They've done the coin flip. Like they is, show. I mean, it's a long process of which is one of these two stay in the locker room during the national anthem though. One of the two teams. Somebody was during the championship weekend, but I can't. It's escaping me who it was. Was it the Bills? Uh, it's a, that, that's the bugaboo, I think, sure on either. this one. Is do they stay in the locker room for the anthem, or are they out there on the field? Yeah, no, yeah, that, that it's an interesting point because they actually have to show it. Would they? Would the production show a player doing it? Would they want to show somebody doing it? I, yeah, it's it's an, so probably not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate like a sprinkle because they're actually having to show the anthem. You know, maybe uh, you've got a hundred guys that that one of them wants to you know to to go there. That, this is it's a good question. I would say it is, it's injured because it's it's not a scenario that you're seeing anymore in the NFL, right? You know, you, they, you don't show the anthem anymore in a different way. So potentially, uh, maybe if be interested, then this is another COVID thing where you're not getting as much of the the radio row player interviews of uh, yeah. you know normally in years past you probably get some people asking this to different guys, uh, sure. and this year you know you're not getting that that kind of uh, the detailed information yeah i'm not gonna bite on the kneel or the fist because uh, no. the nfl has probably got a a, 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 a handshake a nod a, yeah, a don't don't embarrass us out there you know, yeah yeah and not with the players but with the broadcasting team you know right like, right you know, if yeah, you know yeah, it's good for you you're not gonna yeah, get us involved in a political mess right now thanks yes yes yeah. <laughs> yes right and we, <laughs> we, should, we should read these because there are you know I, I sometimes i forget this is a podcast too so it was somebody had prices on whether a player would kneel or raise a fist during the anthem this is and this is just the chat being great and helping this guy, Devs. Devs is a local regular here. So he says fourth down conversion at minus 110 for either team. And the, everyone else basically said, like, that's a bad number. You should yeah. get that because it's, it's higher. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that's really, another key. Like, if you shop around and you see, like, everybody's at something, and my one book is at this yeah. lower number, yeah. sometimes those are just worth hitting without even going and doing the math on how often is a fourth down conversion actually converted. If you want to know if it's a good number, Go to Bookmaker, look at what the limit is. If the limit is over $500 and the price is better there, yeah. you have a good price in your pocket. In your, in your pocket. Yeah. You might as well fire away. Um, okay. Anything else that uh, is kind of in the, uh, in the, in the grab bag of, or you know, related to the game that uh, strikes your fancy, Andy? Anything? Did you see my prop sheet that I sent out? Anything that uh, you felt pretty strongly about I one way or the other? I haven't filled it out yet. No, I, but I did. So I started looking at props yesterday and today. 
And after, yeah, after like an hour each time, it's like, I am so sick of reading these. And there was just too many, there was too many player props. Where, and then You're over today, it, when, man. You're ready for the well, no, season. No, I mean, when Alex was sending <laughs> stuff like that, I'm probably going to play that minus 150. That actually had some, some stupid high limit for what it was. But uh, there, there's more of those. Like, I'm just going to do the math on some of those and just play a bunch of stuff where it's, it's mildly plus EV. And if I play enough of them, more times than not, I'll end up with a couple extra bucks in my pocket and then hope somebody has puppy bowl results, man. Have you played any <laughs> like real obscure ones? Anything really obscure already in your in your uh, in your queue? The the co- the cross sport stuff. And we Oh, did, you've got you know, some? No, you but did some Joey, cross? no. I'm, I'm telling you, no, no, oh. guys. Like I'm, I'm hitting <laughs> oh. you with the newspaper. Oh. When Joey <laughs> said, like, hey, you know, there's people like like me and people that are betting this all year that have pretty sophisticated numbers and we know what these prices should be and and you don't if you haven't been doing it to assume that you do the hubris there you deserve to probably you know break even at best but to assume you can do it in multiple sports that's yeah. what kills me and, and what's yeah. like i'm not saying i'm not shaming anyone i'm shaming myself these are ones i used to love to play waste management open cross sport stuff like yeah finishing finishing position versus like somebody's rushing yardage shit like that that one we waste management sitting at the top of the bet online has been staring at me all freaking week <laughs> More hole in ones or t- versus Tom Brady <laughs> interceptions. Yeah. I'm like, every time I open, I look at it, I'm like, man, God, there's going to be some hole in ones, you know? <laughs> they got that one stadium course to get people fired up. Uh, I haven't done any of the math, but it's been staring at me. Hole in one, yes, is like minus 150 just at the tournament. So it's, oh. it's likely ish, but yeah, that that's those cross sport ones are those cross sport ones are kind of silly as far as. You know, like just to to think you can handicap this some of these player props and then also uh, a random hockey prop as well. Like, good good luck. And uh, and by the way, just, if you want to do them, do them. They're fun. Like that's super oh, yeah. fun to know. It's almost like the uh, and somebody in the chat a couple weeks ago did bring this up, or last week I believe they said uh, first half versus second half scoring. Somebody had like second half more points was plus money. On one of the books, which is yep. that's that's not where you open that. You open no. that at like minus one twenty, and you still take money. So if you can get in earlier next year, if you look for that one, because second half more scoring should be priced differently than that for the most part. So yeah, keep an eye on stuff like that that you can just math out. Yeah, I had one really fun one that I smashed at Bookmaker. That's now out of reach. So apologies for talking about this because I know how annoying that is. Um, but the, they had the one special will uh, spread or total be mentioned on the broadcast uh, and talk to our guy, Will Brinson. And he basically said the executive vice president of the of the whole process basically was like, we're not going to be the first ones to do this. Let some other broadcasting company do it first. So that was a that was a no. And it was at about minus 200 ish and uh, smashed that out to like minus 600. So hopefully Will's correct about that. And the spread <laughs> is not mentioned, <laughs> but uh, we will see um how about uh i guess the other thing that i i loved personally and i'm surprised that this has actually gone it's come in a little bit uh how many times will belichick be said on the broadcast is over one is minus 217 how is that not a free roll they say belichick literally in the opening monologue jim nance says brady's first super bowl without belichick you know i mean they almost certainly say it at least once and then you just need him to say it one more time 
Am I crazy? Am I missing something? I don't hate it. I agree. I think you at least get one out of it, uh, you know, to hit uh, the old Brady Belichick montage there. Uh, it's hard to see it not at least, yeah, getting free rolled there on one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else pop among the interesting ones for you, Andy? Not really, man. I just, I'm probably going to play some stupid ones and wait for the anthem stuff. Yeah, I love the anthem stuff. It's the greatest sweat. It's the okay. great, the greatest sweat is sitting there at the bar, timing it. And then everyone, everyone had like timed it slightly differently and you argue about it. And then you just wait to log in. And I mean, a couple of those who is, who's the can gal- you riddle me why it's lower this year? Uh, d- Demi Lovato did it as a solo last yeah. year. It's a duet this year. Yeah. And that's where I'm I scared guess- away. Cause the duet, the duet through, through me, I bet the under on the pledge of allegiance during the inauguration sure. and and then this girl comes out and starts <laughs> doing sign language with it which slowed oh. her way down like I, I i don't know how many times i watched different people do the pledge of allegiance never got close to that number she went over by like three seconds crushed me Luckily, Biden and Jill kissed, so I cashed on that. Nice. Made up for a little bit. (laughs) It almost went bad for me in the inauguration. So Um, the fact that they're throwing a duet at me does kind of freak me out. I'm just, I guess, again, we'll have to wait to see if somebody can find out what the. the What's our expectation of the duet? The two, they sing together the whole time, which means they have to be. I'm thinking they pass it back and forth. If they pass it back and forth, that's over city. Because then you, you got to make your, you got to make your time shine, you know, as opposed to (laughs) if it's, if it's a duet and they're passing, if they're, they're going together, then there's no freelancing and I can see it being shorter. So interesting, interesting questions here. Um, you got anything for abnormal for the uh, over my number by using push probabilities in the actual market? Ah, uh, yeah, it does I, was doing, I was doing that on a side spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> while he was talking there, uh, putting it together uh, <laughs> to get I, the I like exact number. Math. I like my simple math better. The, yeah. And then you don't take into don't take into the account the vague. Like just assume the vague's. It's probably like four and a half. It's just standard vague, it's right? It's probably all on the no. Yeah, because that's it's the probably, it's all. One, but... it, it's not equally distributed. It's all on the no. Um, anything fun you got in the queue that uh, that's worth sharing for just for shits and giggles? No, so just um, to rapid fire some stuff, uh, I think the CEH uh, props are cheap. That'd be the one player I would attack as far as some of my bigger positions are are over on carries uh, at seven and a half ish uh, average price. Uh, That's still relatively uh, out there. I think he starts and he gets the run. I think if they're winning, uh, he'll hit that carry number. Um, And even if you see somewhat of a split i think they want to even though he wasn't right in that championship game they kept giving him the ball i think with the two weeks off uh some of his numbers now even you've seen some steam down here to where like his rushing number i've started to see some 29 and a half pop um and normally player props are kind of the other way where you know every guy's getting inflated uh I think some of the CEH stuff is cheap, uh, and so carries is one of my bigger positions. Ooh, I, totally, I, I tell you, you know what? You know why I like that? Real quick. Yeah, hit me. He's a red zone. He's their red zone guy for yep. carries, and he can't get his ass in the fucking end zone. <laughs> so he's gonna get like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of chances every you get time. Three carries if he gets in. If he get <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you get three carries. Yeah, you're yeah first and goal from the three. You got three. You're, you're three carries. Yeah, slam freaking dunk. Maybe four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's that's a fun that's a fun one. I like that. 
Yeah, anyway. I let one that I've seen some wide disparities is, is total yardage. Um, that which is normally not a prop offered for most games, but I've seen and this this is like as of earlier today. I've seen some places in the seven sixties, and I've seen seven ninety nine out there, uh, and I've seen some of the sharper places kind of in the middle of that around seven eighty. So. That's one that I took a middle on. One interesting one, shortest, like, because you guys are analytical, you know, that that worked through it. Shortest punt prop uh, is one of my bigger positions, and it is on the over of 32 and a half. Okay. With the thought process being here as we work through it, because this is one that, again, it not normally offered. Um, you've seen anywhere from 32 and a half to 38. So those middles are out there. They're a little juicy now. Um but thought process being we the punt line is, is very short. You know, only around six and a half is kind of the true line. Both of these teams, history of being aggressive. So you would either need, uh, both punters have a pretty decent average. You would either need a, a true shank or one of those directional, yeah. like we're punting it from the 40 and a guy fair catches it at the 10 for like a 30-yard punt. Um so I thought over it was FanDuel had this over thirty. It's a little juicy now, uh, okay, but over thirty-two and a half was was one of the bigger positions there. Um, I, I think thirty-six and a half, thirty-eight and a half is a much much better number that obviously the offshores came with. Uh, but some of the legals opened up thirty-two and a half. If you see anything, I'm good with that thirty-three and a half, thirty-four and a half. Um, that is in a game that you don't see a lot of punts. I don't think you're going to see um, any of the. The, especially from these two coaches in this type of game, any of the uh, we're just going to punt from the, the opponent's 35 type of deal. I like that. Uh, conceptually, yeah, that checks out Mahomes to me. Punt. It's going to be, a, <laughs> yeah. gonna be this, you know, like yes. Joey, Joey alluded to the, the blow or the, the track mean. It's going to be like 45-38. Chiefs have the lead. They get sacked on third down trying to run the clock out. They're at the 42, and they, they, <laughs> there hasn't been a punt yet. If if Andy Reid has anyone besides Pat Mahomes throw the damn ball, or any or Pat Mahomes kick the ball, I'm gonna throw my something out. (laughs) I'm not gonna not gonna. Yes, that is another one. One I was on last year's uh, one that uh, my partner uh, uh, from Chicago was had a a large, large, large position on was uh, last play of the game to be a QB kneel, and it was the last play where they rolled out and instead of uh, kneeling, just threw a long bomb out of bounds uh and he he lost a good chunk there that was another one that was relatively underpriced to start was the uh the qb neil one this year it's been run up some places um but but again that that's one that is uh is definitely i think true price some guys have uh, i know running the number true price is around minus 250 minus 275 um but again, that, that's it's a great way to uh, to gut punch the end of the game there. Uh, if it's you, you know, know and, yeah, yeah, end your end your night. So I didn't. Uh, I have some on that. I didn't go uh, as big. I mean, the rushing attempts, you know, the rushing yards for Mahomes last year was pretty famously an all time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but I forgot about the throwing the ball away at the end too. Yes, I, yes, yeah. Um, I mean, there were probably people who had safety no in the Peyton Manning game. First snap of the game, get ball goes <laughs> over the head safety. Um, yeah, gone. <laughs> gone. Um, okay, well, this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't uh, don't really have anything else really for the uh, exotics because just I haven't okay. heard anything good yet. Um, I points. 
we made we had plus EV run this last year. Yeah, negative yeah, Rob was the yeah numbers, negative. The numbers were bad. Like as far as getting one, it was it was it's another one of those where plus two forty seems like a lot, but it's yeah. if, I think when we ran the math, it wasn't very good. Where and then there was a big enough. I think there was just a big enough vig on it where it's like it's not even really good to bet on the other side. This is a special year though because there could be eight touchdowns and Butker has the yips, so I wouldn't get involved. But uh, negative Rob was saying he likes the no on that. He was laying the juice hmm. for what it's worth. Maybe I would bet the other side just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, no, I said that. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, one 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 prop prediction from you guys, and then we'll wrap. Uh, what's the kind of the the real popular? angle that everybody's saying on all the shows and everybody's tweeting about oh i think this is going to be a blank a game a blank game you know and that oh for those reasons go bet that guy's over like you know the the real mushed out the just the total mushed uh player prop that uh, is going to emerge this year you guys got a prediction uh i think kelsey overs are are have gotten absolutely smashed to the point of where i'm gonna play under at close (laughs) like sunday night uh before kickoff i'll probably i've seen him get over a hundred like his your total yardage being over a hundred uh at some spots and uh i think i'm gonna plug my nose there uh and probably take the squarest number i can uh right before kickoff so that's why especially coming off the the run he's on um for a guy that that really is unlikely to make a super explosive, you know, like 30 plus yard play. Um, that's, that's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of yards to stomach pregame, but I'll probably, uh, if I can get, you know, one Oh five and a half or something like that, plug your nose playing under on him. I like it. Yeah, that's the, you should, when you make a good prop bet under, you should feel very uncomfortable when you place that bet. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, just w- the way Kelsey's played in some of the games he's had, his shit is getting over. You you have seen a ton of that. Yeah. Like everybody's, oh, man, he doesn't matter how good these linebackers are. He's just – and how they play their defense, how they w- force these linebackers into coverage a lot. He could eat, and he will eat. This is not going to be like, oh, he had, he had one target for six carries and we cashed. It's going to be like he yeah. got tackled a couple times before he broke one and he ended up with 85. You know, it's, right. you're yeah. gonna be, it's going to be butt clinching. What's your what's your prediction, Andy? What's the what's I was the, gonna say the same damn one. Oh, Kel, you're on Kelsey too. Okay. Kelsey stuff is yeah. getting super mushed. I've stuff. heard a lot of people making cases for playoff Lenny here, right? And Len, player Fournette, he's a huge part of the passing game, getting all these, leading all these targets. You know, just just gird your loins for the first drive of the game, big third down. Brady targets him, he doinks it off his hands, and he never sees another target the whole rest of the game. So <laughs> I love that playoff (laughs) Lenny has has been like, uh, you know, like 10 carries for 50 yards and a touchdown for a guy that went like four overall has been like the high point of his career for playoff Lenny that yes, he's turned into a uh, moderately okay NFL back and and playoff Lenny is here. So yeah, we've, we've beaten this point into the ground, but for the love of God, Tampa Bay has Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronkowski, Brait, Scotty Mitchell, Antonio Brown, all on the field. And you're putting the ball in playoff Lenny's hands 20 freaking times a game? What are you doing? 
What are you doing? It was, it was all just a setup. They're gonna just <laughs> yeah. like healthy scratch, healthy scratch, healthy scratch. Be like, we're just kidding. We're not gonna really, we're not really gonna use him. It's like fighting a bunch of guys left-handed and then getting to the championship. Be like, I'm not even left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, well, Uncle Kanish, thank you so much for your yeah. time. Uh, this was as fun as I had hoped. Uh, and best of luck to you as you, um, you know, you look to collect on all of the various uh, outs that you're going to win money from this weekend. And uh, <laughs> I hope may your accounts stay open and, uh, you know, may the offseason treat you well. Um, seen, any, uh, seen any draft draft props yet? I was going to say, outside of just number one, which is, you know, now minus like 5,000 at most places. Uh, that's the only one I've seen so far, but uh, we'll have to do it again as we get a little close. It's going to be no combine, though, was was, was devastating. I, I'm, yeah. I was shocked. Like, I'm, I'm shocked they're not they're not having it. Play. So, that, yeah, that that was a, a little bit of a blow, going to make it a little tougher. But um, I'm, I'm fine with it. Honestly, I'm still just so jilted from – I had under six foot or whatever for Tyler Murray. Tyler Murray height. <laughs> like of all the bad things. Like just look at the Heisman picture. He's five six. Like, he put on the stilettos with the extra yeah, think, uh, and his agent pulled him the a couple of Dr. Scholes in there and like hey six one. <laughs> oh, he's six, yeah, I think yeah. it was I think it was it might even have been like five ten. Like is he over or under five ten? And yeah, whatever it came out to. And I'm like, I can't believe I sat on this bet for a month. And, <laughs> no, no. And I saw, yeah, I saw betting pod was tweeting out polls that looked like uh, draft props. So he might have seen them somewhere. Hmm. Uh, Betfair or something. Maybe. I can't oh, imagine. Okay. I'm not sure oh, where, God. but the fact that he was tweeting about them and they looked like they looked like good kind of it wasn't just nonsense engagement. It looks like, oh, no, those actually are kind of good numbers like Penny Sewell, like over under five and a half. Right. Or um, yeah. uh, who's second quarterback taken? You know, those it was they looked like legit markets. So they're, they're coming. They're coming. Um, but it is going to be tough without the combine because the mock drafts, mock drafts are probably going to be pretty bad this year. <laughs> they're probably going to be pretty, 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 pretty bad. Um, all right. Well, best of luck this weekend. Best of luck going forward. Thank you again for your time and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, we will be live for halftime. We will do a halftime show. Um, I will be wearing my, uh, my, uh, Andy Reed inspired, uh, Hawaiian shirt, uh, pulling for my, <laughs> pulling for my chiefs and my Mahomes tickets to come through. Uh, and then, uh, off we ride into the off season. So I have a few Hawaiian shirts. I'll put one on too. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. You're not going to go Kangol hat for Bruce Aarons. You don't want to do uh, uh, a little, uh, I feel like I need to see the Kangol hat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you can get one in a, in a pinch, be, but I would be lying if I said, I don't have one. I <laughs> have a white one. I bought for a golf tournament once. I like this. I like it. All right. Well, best of luck guys. And, uh, we will catch you as we get closer to the draft. I'm sure. Nice job. Oh, he bounced. He must have something to do. We kept him for a whole hour. We did. We did keep him for a while. He's probably in trouble. You know what he has to go do? Oh, yeah. Push up. Feet. Oh, push up. What's that? Getting my ass kicked in the NBA tonight. I didn't have a great feeling. Yeah, two lanes down by like 100, too.